Welcome to the Nieces Nugs Podcast. Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs. What's up, friends? It is time for episode one of the Nieces Nugs Podcast, Life Lessons Learned Along the Way. Thanks for tuning in, and hopefully you've had time to check out the welcome pre-episode that was launched to kind of give you an idea of where we're headed. But if you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to that. That also has some resources that might help us along the way. The goal of this podcast is simply to provide nuggets of wisdom, some life lessons, some life hacks that I've found out in my life that could be of help to you. The impetus for this podcast really was finally reached when on a recent trip to New York City, my wife and I, we went and saw two shows, a matinee during the day and a show at night. We went ice skating the next morning. It was a winter morning in New York City. Nobody was on the ice, and I was skating around contemplating life and thinking, it is time to share what I know. Former students have reached out and asked, hey, how do you do this? Or how, can you help me find a plane ticket here? Or can, how do you find good honeymoon spots? Or how do you get good show prices? And I thought to myself, it is time to put this information out, to help people accomplish what they want to accomplish. It's time to give the people what they want. And so here we have Nieces Nugs Podcast coming at you. I will launch resources on that website, davidneese.com, which will provide an opportunity for you to kind of see where, where I'm talking about with certain episodes. It also provide an opportunity for you to provide suggestions or feedback for episodes, and I welcome those as well. Since I was in New York City when I was thinking about starting this most recently. I thought it was appropriate that we start there in New York City in the first episode to highlight how do I see Broadway shows on the cheap. The story goes that while I had been to New York City several times, while I was working at Anderson University, I had a coworker named Greg Allgood. Shout out Allgood. And he loved Broadway musicals, loved shows, would go see on-Broadway shows, off-Broadway shows, and he and I had several conversations, and at one time, Amanda and I were in New York, and he just encouraged us, hey, why don't you go see a show? And so I liked musicals. I went to a great high school with the, uh, theatrical department, Brookwood High School, shout out Brookwood, and we had several students that were accomplished that actually went on Broadway as well. And so I enjoyed always going to see shows and watching shows. And so I was, I was down for it. I was like, let's, let's do this. And so my wife and I were thinking about different things we could do, and she saw Daniel Radcliffe was starring in a show called How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. She didn't really care what the show was about. She cared that Daniel Radcliffe was starting. For those of you who know, this was about the time that Daniel Radcliffe was wrapping up filming of the Harry Potter series, and she was all in. I saw that one of the other co-stars was John Larroquette, who, for us old folks, you might remember him from Night Court, several running seasons episodes of Night Court. And so we go to the box office. We ask for what's called rush tickets. We get cheap tickets. We're sitting in the mezzanine watching this show unfold before our eyes, and our love of Broadway was born. And so from that point on, whenever we go to New York City or whenever anyone else goes to New York City, I always encourage them, and we try to see a show. We have been blessed to live in a couple places where flights to New York are relatively cheap and nonstop. And so, man, it's some, something we enjoy doing is just going there. But we could not do it if we paid full price. In fact, I've only paid full price for tickets on two occasions. Once when I wanted to surprise Amanda to see Wicked and I didn't want to leave it up to chance. So I secured two seats to Wicked. They were a little bit discounted, but still full price for what I would consider. And then the second time is my daughter uh, wanted to go see a, a Disney uh, show. And so I secured tickets to see Aladdin 
can't leave that up to chance. And so on our most recent trip with our, our daughters, we went over Thanksgiving break. We saw Aladdin. Other than that, man, it is all discount show tickets for me. And if you've ever been to New York City, uh, you might recognize the staircase that's in Times Square where people kind of sit and people watch. In fact, if you sit there and people watch, you can see all of the characters that dress up. You can see all the different weirdos that are hanging out there. It's a great place to people watch. Well, underneath that staircase is a discount ticket booth called TKTS. Now, I just mentioned that because that is always a last uh, option if you're interested. You can get discount tickets between 20 and 40, sometimes 50% off there. We do not purchase tickets from there unless we're in an absolute pinch, and that's where we have to go. But I just want to point that out as a kind of point of reference for some of you. You might have heard of TKTS. So what do we do? Well, that, that's a great question. First, let me give you a goldmine of a website. Again, this will be on my website, but the website to check out is broadwayforbrokepeople.com. Yeah, that's right, broadwayforbrokepeople.com. It's a really archaic website, but it's functional. And what it does is it shows lists shows from A to Z, and then by column by column by column, it provides information. So it shows the current shows, soon-to-be-running shows. It shows the theater and the address of that theater. It shows running and closing dates for the show, the schedule throughout the week, what, what nights it runs. And then also in the far right column, it provides kind of a cheapest way to get tickets. In each call, each one varies, but most of them have some of the same similarities. And so I'm going to walk through the ways today for you just so you understand what it looks like. If you go on that website... What do these terms mean? Because this is the secret to unlocking how to get Broadway shows for cheap. The first thing that I want to point out is live lottery. Now, these have become more rare during COVID age. Uh, in fact, most have all stopped, but there is word that they're going to bring these back. The, the idea of a live lottery is this. It is a live lottery. You show up. It opens typically two and a half hours before curtain. And it runs for 30 minutes, which means you have a 30-minute time window to get to that box office, to write your name on a piece of paper, to put it in the box or the, the machine that they're going to draw from, whatever it is, the hop or whatever it is. And two hours ago, so after that time limit's up, they do a live drawing. And they just pull names out and they ask how many if you win, how many tickets you're getting and things like this. And normally it's about 20 to 25 tickets they're going to give out. And it's really exciting because when it happens, people either boo or clap depending on how the person reacts. If they're like nonchalant, yeah, I won, then they get booed. If they are super excited, then you can't help but get excited for them. But it's a fun process. We've won a couple ways, but it, it can't be stressed. You can be stressed stressed out on this if you absolutely have to have tickets. So I don't recommend it this way, but if you just have an open time slot and you want to get there, we've done it a couple times. Once we were simply walking by Aladdin. We had come out of a show. I think we had come out of Phantom of the Opera and we were walking to actually to go grab a bite to eat. And all of a sudden I just see this commotion over here uh, at Aladdin and realized that the lottery was about to draw. So we went and put our name in real quick. And sure enough, 10 minutes later, I had two tickets to see Aladdin that night. We've also done it uh, on several occasions for Wicked, and I've actually won for Wicked. Wicked, they give you a little pen if you win that says you won the Wicked Lottery, which is pretty cool. So the lottery is fun, but again, it is kind of a last-minute thing because if you don't win, you only have two hours before most shows start, so then you have to have a game plan. But if you don't have any worries about seeing anything at night, it can always be fun to do the live lottery. Most shows have then moved over to a digital lottery. This platform allows more people to enter, which means your chances of winning are probably going to be a little less. But the positive is you can enter a lot more shows and be eligible to win a lot more shows at the same time. 
There's several websites you can go. I'm going to highlight two. One is broadwaydirect.com. That's broadwaydirect.com. And the other one is luckyseat.com. Both of these websites house lotteries for multiple shows in New York City and even outside of New York City if you're on the road somewhere and thinking about it. Some shows even have their own app like Hamilton where you can enter the lottery through that. This digital lottery, you can purchase up to two tickets if you win. And there's a deadline to enter for each show. Sometimes it's a day before, sometimes it's a day of. Uh, but most times you have some sort of notice of if you're going to get the tickets or not before that show runs. Once you get the notification that you've won the lottery, you have a certain time frame to purchase them. And they used to have you used to have to go pick up these tickets at the box office. But now, since most have gone digital platform, they actually will digitally send them to you, which means this, someone can win for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so if you're listening to this and this podcast is of any help and you're friends with me and I'm in New York City, it would be an honor for you to enter those lotteries on my behalf. And you know what? I just might return the favor for you sometime. There's only a couple that I know of that actually have a limit on how often you can win. So, man, enter as much as you want. Enter for me. I'll enter for you. We'll share the spoils that way. We've won a bunch this way, and we've entered a lot. And then we sometimes just have to decide. Sometimes we've won multiple shows for the same evening, and we have to kind of decide which one we're going to go to. Our most recent trip, we, we won twice through this platform. Once we won a day of to see uh, a matinee show. We actually won twice on that single day for a matinee show, and we had to pick which show we wanted to see. But the real reason we were in New York is because I had won the Hamilton Lottery. That's right, the Hamilton Lottery. And the tickets, if you win the Hamilton Lottery, are $10, just $10. So I've been entering the Hamilton Lottery for years because I thought, you know what? If we win on any occasion, I can buy a plane ticket on Spirit Airlines. I can buy a plane ticket and get there as quickly as I can, and I can go see Hamilton. If it's only $10, I can spend a little more money on the airfare. And so I've been entering and entering and entering, and I entered before COVID started and I'll, when I kicked back up through COVID, and I'm like, man, I'm never going to win this. I come home on, uh, on a Thursday afternoon, about 3 o'clock, I'm at home, and all of a sudden my phone buzzes, and it says, you have won Hamilton tickets. Congratulations. And I freak out. I do a little dance. My wife's in the other room. I run in there. I tell her, we can't believe it. We've won tickets for the next Wednesday, so that would be December 23rd, a show for two to see Hamilton. So we start scrounging around, look and see who can babysit the kids, how we're going to take care of this, when we're going to fly up, when we're going to fly back, how I'm going to take care of work stuff, all of these things. And at about the same time, there was this little thing going around called the Omicron variant, which shut down Broadway. At this point in time, it had not shut down uh, Hamilton, but what was happening was it was get people were testing positive and the, the cast were having to quarantine and shut down for a period of time. And so we waited and waited and waited. And then on Monday, I thought, you know, this is probably going to get canceled. And sure enough, we got word Monday that they were canceling the show. I hadn't bought plane tickets, so we were fine there. But I was kind of bummed thinking, man, I'm not going to get to go see Hamilton. I've won this, this lottery, and I'm not going to get to go see it. About a week later, I get an email from Hamilton saying, we know what it is to win the Hamilton Lottery, and we're going to honor 
your tickets. And so they sent me this list of dates that would I could pick three dates from, and then they would choose which show we got to see. And so they honored our tickets, $10 tickets. So what I did was I jumped on, I looked at the cheapest airfare for all those dates, and I picked the cheapest airfare dates. And sure enough, they honored one of those dates. We were able to fly up there for next to nothing, watch a $10 show, and it was fantastic. You never know what you're going to get in the digital lottery. It doesn't hurt you. You don't put any money down. So enter the digital lottery. You might also see in the column on Broadway for Broke People the word rush tickets. So I mentioned Rush with how we got tickets for how to succeed in business without really trying. But the history of it basically is this. You're rushing to the box office. And I'm not going to go into too much of that, but think about it this way. When the box office opens, they sell a certain amount of tickets to whoever's there at the box office or the first so many people who come to get these seats. Sometimes it's about 20 to 25 tickets. Sometimes they're producer tickets that have been returned. Sometimes they're cancellation tickets. Sometimes they're limited view tickets. You never know what you're going to get. But a line forms, and they are going to sell these tickets at a discount price. So you just pop your head in, and you say, do you have any rush tickets left? We did it in the afternoon for that first show, and we got tickets. You don't know when they're going to sell out, how many people. You don't know what the demand is. And so don't be afraid to be told no. I've been walking around at 6 p.m. and walk by a theater and just ask, and I've heard both yes and no at that time. So you never know if they're going to say yes or no. And so just ask the question. You'd be polite, you'd be courteous, but if they say yes, then you're in business and you have discount tickets to see a Broadway show. On one trip, I took a bunch of students. Several students had won lottery tickets to go see Wicked, and I was with a bunch of other students, and there were seven of us, and I just walked into Temptations, the Ain't Too Proud show, and just said, hey, do you have any rush tickets left? I've got a bunch of students. Through a little conversation, I ended up with seven rush tickets all over the theater, not sitting together, but they were all over, and they were amazing seats for an amazing show for $29 a piece. So rush tickets, you don't know until you ask. So just ask the question. Don't be scared. One other thing you might see on there is SRO, which stands for standing room only. Now, don't be scared of standing. It's two and a half hours, maybe three hours for these shows. Typically, the standing room only only applies to shows that will probably sell out because in those theaters, they have a, a row that will accommodate a room of standing patrons. But you're like, I don't want to stand for that long. Well, the reality is Broadway seats aren't that comfortable. If you're a tall person, you're probably going to be more uncomfortable sitting. So don't, don't roll out standing room only if it's an option. Um, there's only some that offer this, and, and we did this for the Book of Mormon. Don't judge. I know it's vulgar. But we had been in the lottery for so many years, and we had entered, 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 never won. And finally, I just said, you know what? Let's just go see it, and let's just stand and see it. It's only $27 if you get a standing room seat to Book of Mormon. I was like, 27 bucks. We can do this. For those of you who don't know, it's written by the South Park creators along with collaboration from an Avenue Q creator. And it's a satirical story of two Mormon missionaries that go on their mission to Uganda and uh, run into a little bit of trouble trying to uh, share their message. And uh, so I go in, we go to the show, and the people standing next to us happen to be from Utah, happen to be a Mormon, and I just simply ask, hey, are you going to be okay watching this? And they said, yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. And then they turned to me and said, you're a college pastor. Are you going to be okay watching this? I said, yeah, I think I'm going to be okay. Let's just agree not to get our feelings hurt. But uh, two and a half hours flew by. It wasn't that bad. It was great. The show was good show, obviously vulgar. I wouldn't recommend it for, for most people. Uh, but it the, the deal is you can stand. You can do it. And so if you're willing to save money, that's a way to do it. The question then comes, well, how much will I save in doing this process? 
If you know me at all, hang around me at all, or listen to this podcast coming forward, you, you might use the words thrifty or frugal, or you may even word, use the word cheap. I don't care what you call me. I just like to do more things with less money. And for these shows, the cost of these things range between $10 and $50. And it's, it's in there somewhere. We, we haven't paid more than $48 for any of this process, except for when I bought some fuller price tickets. As far as seats go, you don't get to pick, so they kind of just assign you what you get. And it, it's a, a grab bag. Sometimes you can be seated in the mezzanine. Sometimes you can sit in a box off a box seat, which is on the side, and so it's really cool. It's kind of a neat experience, but you kind of miss half of the side action of one side of the stage, but still a great opportunity. And we've even had front row seats to several shows, which have been fantastic. So you get what you get. You don't pitch a fit. You enjoy it. A couple times they haven't put us together in a seat, and that's okay too because at the end of the day, you're not talking during a Broadway show. You're watching and enjoying. You can chat about it afterwards. And so uh, you just take a seat, you enjoy it, and you take your seats, uh, and you take what you get. It's great. Now, our rhythm, when we uh, decide to go to New York City, we kind of map out what's on Broadway, what's showing. We look at Broadway for Broke People. We also check out uh, what's the, if you go to a Broadway show, they hand you, or if you go to any kind of play, they hand you a playbill, which has all the actors, the cast of company, if you, if you will, has some announcements and all this stuff. Well, Playbill has a website, and so I've linked that too as my website. It has a complete overview of what's on Broadway that week. So we look at that website. We look at Broadway for Broke People. We make a preference list. We start entering lotteries. We make a subway plan. So when we land, we're going to get on the subway. We're going to get here to Times Square. If we have lottery tickets, we're set for the day. If not, this is our plan to get rush tickets. And so we kind of just methodically work through what does it look like in the first few hours we're in New York City to make sure that if we're going for a show that night, we have tickets. At the end of the day, man, don't panic, though. If you don't win, you don't win. There are other things to do in New York City, a lot of other things to do and enjoy and great things to see, including food to eat. And you know I like food, so your boy likes to eat. If you need help with that, let me know. I'd be more than happy to provide suggestions for that. If you're listening to this podcast and you have money and think this is stupid, well, thanks for making it this far in the podcast. And I will gladly welcome you as the first sponsor to the Nieces Nooks podcast moving forward. So please reach out to me through the website, davidneese.com. Tell me how much you want to support or even if you want to buy me some show tickets. I'm down with that as well. For the rest of us, hopefully this helps give you some insight on how Broadway works, ways to get cheap tickets. If you have questions or suggestions for even this episode or a future episode, please reach out at davidneese.com. Send me some information. That's it for episode one. Next time, we talk about Spirit Airlines. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.